Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling, it's not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. Is that the fiend in the front row? (laughs) I loved that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I love how it seems like McAfee has carte blanche to just say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, green light. What, he's just going to go back on the fact that he's a millionaire from the NFL? He doesn't need that job. No. And I think that's why he's so good at it, because while everybody else walks around that company on eggshells... It's like, you need me for views, bro. Like, you, I'm on a, my own podcast. Or, I don't... You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm only helping the WWE. You're not helping me other than a check. You know? Sure. I don't even I don't even know if he looks at it like that, because I'm sure he's he's such a fan that I'm sure he's glad to be there. I just think the pressure's off when it's yeah. like you're not you're not banking on that money, right? Right. So yeah. you can, he's just there to have it's fun. So fun. It, so is, it is so fun. fun. That's what makes SmackDown a better show than Raw. I 100 percent agree. Well, as I don't know what that was. <laughs> as we sit down at the table to record for the 111th time, it is May 11th, 2022, and on this day. In pro wrestling history. I sounded like the ultimate warrior about to cut yeah, a promo. I was trying to think of what I could relate that to, and that's exactly it. Oh, man. 19, <laughs> sorry, a party broke out on the porch before you got here. Uh, 1976 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Executioners, which was Killer Kowalski and Big John Studd under masks. Mm. What a, what a sight that must have yeah, been, right? Big fuckers. Uh, they defeated Luis Cerdan and Tony Parisi for the WWWF World Tag Team Titles. 1995 at a WCW Saturday night taping in Atlanta, Georgia. Macho Man Randy Savage defeated Stunning Steve Austin in a tournament match for the vacated WCW United States Championship. And this would be the only one-on-one singles match between the two Hall of Famers ever. Interesting. Yeah, and they may have touched touched in a tag or something like that, but as far as one-on-one goes, this is the one and only match. Huh. More than Dusty Rhodes, or Dustin Rhodes got. Against Savage? Mm-hmm. He said he never wrestled just, Savage? Just missed him. He's like, if you get my list out, it's pretty nuts. Like, I've, I'm really blessed to be able to say I've wrestled all these people and savages. That's crazy because, you know, he was like in WCW. Right. Then he goes to WWE, like, exactly when Savage leaves. Yes. Just timing. That's crazy. Timing. Yeah. That's nuts. Uh, That's crazy. 1996, ECW presented a matter of respect from the ECW arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Some results from that show. Chris Jericho beat Mikey Whipwreck. Shane Douglas defeated Too Cold Scorpio for the TV title. And Rob Van Dam defeated Sabu in a respect match. Uh, as a result, Sabu had to verbally announce his respect for RVD yeah, on the mic. I think I remember that. <laughs> I think that was, uh, I think they chopped that up and put it onto like ECW TV or something. It wasn't yes. a pay per view. No. 2003. In Mexico City, 
Taiji Ishimori defeated Super Crazy for the vacant UWA World Welterweight title. Taiji Ishimori in 2003. I'm like, I cannot believe. I had to look him up then. You know who that is? Bone Soldier, Bullet Club. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, I mean, he's still going yeah, right now. Right now, and he looks fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, I had to look it up. 2003. 2003, man. Yeah, he's 39 years old. What? Uh, he had his debut match was actually 20 years ago today as we sit down at the okay. table, Mar- uh, May 11th, 2002. What That's was he, like crazy. 16 or something? Exactly, right? That's <laughs> he like, must have been, right? Well, let's see. He's 39 now, oh, so okay. he would have been 19. 19. Yeah. That's nuts. That's funny. He's still going at a high level, man. Some Rey Mysterio Jr. shit. 2004, John Tenta, most famously known as the WWF's Earthquake in the late 80s and early 90s, but also played Avalanche. Shark. Golga. I think that's where I stop. <laughs> he probably had something else going on there. Uh, but he announced his retirement after developing bladder cancer. Um, it would eventually take his life two years later in June of 2006. Mm. 2004, WWE released Brian Christopher Lawler for the second time. Uh, I was like, oh, the second time. Turns out he got released like right after that Too Cool run was done. Mm. Uh, basically the whole, uh, storyline where Rikishi was the one that ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin. I yeah. did it for the rock. Yeah. That, that is what blew up the two cool tag team, despite the fact that they were really fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess Lawler was trying to, or Brian Christopher, we'll just call him that right. was trying to, uh, get some contraband over the Canadian border oh. and was busted doing that. And so WWE let him go for that, brought him back. And then I, I, things don't go well. Uh, the 2004 run he had was uh, super short, lasted only four matches before John Laurinaitis uh, future in. endeavored him. <laughs> so I don't know what was going on there. Probably Two, drugs. Probably. 2005, WWE released Rob Conway and Two Cold Scorpio. Do you have a reflector or a recollection of Rob Conway? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. That name did not strike a bell with me at all. Only because I was kind of watching at that time here and there. And mm-hmm. he, I remember him being on there. Taller guy. Um, he was apparently in a faction called La Resistance, yes, which I have heard of. That's it. They were um, like French. It was basically the Quebecers, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then later on, he was a he was like a title holder in Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Ah. And wrestled for New Japan Pro Wrestling. So okay. he, he had a career. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio was only there long enough on this stint to do one European tour. And they that was axed his ass. <laughs> He's yeah. still going, though. Yeah, man. 2007, WWE announced via press release that Stephanie McMahon had been promoted to executive vice president. She actually has three three titles here. Executive Vice President, Talent, and Creative Writer. Mm. All three of those things. Uh, in a separate memo, WWE announced that John Laurinaitis was promoted to Senior Vice President of Talent Relations. Yep. Um, People power. Dude, and he's back... I think he's with the company again, but the, that job is one of those things where people get fired from and then they come back and then they get fired. Yeah, like it's, it's a revolving door. It's a revolving door. I think you can only take too much of that shit before you're just like, fuck it. I'm out. Or maybe it just runs a course because it seems like nobody in those kind of positions leave that company under their own power. It's always a firing. True. Which is weird. Yeah. Because you think the stress would just get to you. You'd be like, fuck this. I'm out of here. It, it's yeah. happened. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, but it, Russo, they love him and um, 
Ferrara. What's his name? Yeah, Ed Ferrara left for left, but I don't know. 2008, TNA presented Sacrifice from the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. Some results from that one. The Latin American Exchange, which was Homicide and Hernandez, defeated Team 3D to win the vacant tag team titles. And Samoa Joe defeated Frankie Kazarian and Scott Steiner to retain the TNA Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, man. 2015. What a jump that is. Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling co-presented War of the Worlds Night 1 from the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That old bingo hall, Adam. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some results from that one. Roderick Strong, which I say every time I push my coffee Coffee maker. maker, I still do it. Actually, Kendra's been making the coffee in the morning. What a fucking glorious thing that is. You get out of bed, you smell it. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's done. That's every morning for me, buddy. Is it? Yeah. Uh, My wife has to be great. at work like two hours before I do. Oh, yeah. So that's the only reason. Yeah, same know. here. Yeah. Samesies. Uh, but it is so nice. Oh, it is great. <laughs> it is so nice. That is a, a a luxury that I don't know if everybody has, but if waking up to a fresh pot of coffee is, I mean, I've, Chef's kiss. I've gone way off the Mwah. path here. <laughs> Can we work this into a wrestling angle somehow? I don't know. There's no. How has there never been like a uh, Colombian coffee bean wrestler, like coffee bean farmer? Juan Valdez. Yeah. Juan Hernandez. Ooh, shout out to Juan Hernandez. Um, <laughs> a couple of results. Uh, Roderick Strong defeated Kushida. Red Dragon defeated Tanahashi and Jushin Thunder Liger. What, a, oh, what wow. a tag team that is. Yeah. AJ Styles defeated Adam Cole. Nice. And Okada, the team of Okada and Nakamura defeated the Briscoes. All right. That's a fucking event. We've seen. So we so went to we went Global 2000, Wars. Oh, Global Wars. Okay. That was Same like tour. I yes. Think. They did yep. several of these tours. And then we saw some similar. Like we saw Okada and somebody versus. Like the Briscoes or like War Machine. I'd or have to look back at it, but I will say I have looked back at those cards, and I'm like, dude, I've seen so I've I've seen more guys than I thought I had. Yeah, you know, me too. Like, we oh, saw Liger was on that card. Yeah, Liger, man, yeah. Uh, Tanahashi, yeah, all those dudes. 2015, same day on Monday Night Raw from Cincinnati, Ohio. Daniel Bryan vacates the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, he won the title in a ladder match at WrestleMania 31. Despite suffering a concussion in the match, he would eventually announce his retirement in February, remain out of ring action before being cleared to return in March 2018. So almost three years. Yep. And he is fucking killing it right now in the Blackpool Combat Club. Yes. And you love to see it. Me too. I know in WWE he was saying that they were so like worried about him that he was getting checked for concussions after every single match, like wow, after every match, he would have to go to medical and like clear protocols. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's the case down there, or if they're just letting him ride. Like I don't know, I don't know. What the- I bet you they got pretty good medical down there. No, I'm not I mean? saying they don't have good medical. I'm saying, do you think WWE was like two kid gloves with him? Like, mm, I mean, that's possible. He had an awesome run as the planet's champion and stuff like that. But right. Right. I remember seeing him work and thinking, man, he's, he's really not doing anything different. Right. Yeah. It was all kind of the same moveset. It always kills me. Like when he would, 
you know, do those like three running drive kicks in the corner. Oh yeah. That, and yeah. land on his head every time. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? <sighs> oh, Brian, we love you. They must, they must be all right with it. He must be okay. I think so. Birthdays. We got three of them again. Okay. Billy Kidman. Hmm. Billy Kidman. Still Fif- wearing a white tank top. I imagine. 55. 48. Damn. Sorry, Billy. Robert Rude. One of those dirty dogs. 45. Nailed it. All right. Nailed it. 45. Lindsay Dorado. Recently released, I believe. 33. 35. Not bad. Not bad at all. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. All right, the Retro Raw, we are in Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. This is the May 11th, 1998 show. Uh, show starts off, Vince McMahon is walking to the ring. He looked so disproportioned. He had like his pants jacked up to it. It looked like he had his pants jacked up to his nipples. Yeah, it was like old timey. And he guy. had his shirt tucked in. It was like, <laughs> what is going He, You know what? I thought when we saw him wrestle... At WrestleMania this year, I was like, God, there's never been a body type like Vince McMahon. Right. But I didn't realize it went back this far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You ever see, like, there's a Family Guy sketch one time where they're like, this is back when the 30s and the guys wore their uh, pants way too high on their waist. So you can never t- tell if they were fat or fit. <laughs> and then so this guy's like, it shows a guy and he's like, you guys got a problem with that? And then the, the one guy just sits there and he's like. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know yet. Can you exhale? <laughs> yeah. And then he does. It's like big fat God, stomach comes up. up. You know what? I do have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He's coming out to a bunch of booze. The booze start, start turning into Austin chants. And he says that tonight, Stone Cold Steve Austin will have to compete in tag team action. And he introduces us to a man that uh, is the new number one contender from Austin's WWF World Heavyweight Championship. It's Dude Love. And we thought something was up last week. And from the waist up, Mick Foley looking professional AF, Adam. Yeah, Uh, in a suit. He's got a suit jacket on. He's got his teeth in. He's trimmed his beard. He's cut his hair. It's kind of pulled back. It's like a ponytail, right? However... From the waist down, I mean, he's wearing sweatpants and those same old sneakers he always wears. So Yeah, little column eight. What's up with that? Austin got yelled at when he yeah. came out in a suit and his wrestling he sure boots. sure did. He sure did. Um, Mick lists a bunch of qualities about himself that uh, that he likes. Yeah, he's a well-educated man. Yeah. He's king, and, uh, king of hardcore. And then, yeah, he says he's the king of hardcore wrestling and the future WWF champion. He and Vince embrace, and Vince introduces us to the guest timekeeper for the championship match, one Gerald Briscoe, guest ring announcer, Pat Patterson, and then really pumps up this guest referee, talks about all these positive qualities that this guest referee has, Um, and then Vince McMahon calls for them. No one comes out. It's crickets. Yep. Uh, now Vin- silent, Bob. Vince, Vince looks like he's kind of mad. He kind of trutches up to the back. And uh, after what felt like five fucking minutes. I said now silent, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like that, dude. <laughs> fly, fat ass, fly. Um, Patterson introduces Vince McMahon as the guest referee. And Vince comes out looking like jacked as fuck in oh, a yeah. cut off referee shirt. The yoked ref shirt. 
After that, we see Kevin Kelly. He's standing in the parking garage waiting to get a word with Stone Cold Steve Austin. As soon as he arrives, uh, Sable arrives, but she doesn't want to chat at all. Then we get the DX Army. They're doubling up on this uh, assault on WCW that started last week. This time, they're going to be at the offices, and we're told that they're going to be more on that later. They're at like a little rinky-dink building trying to get in. Yeah. It doesn't really go in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Um, I love how Xbox like, I don't know, the whole time I worked here, I never went to the office. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where it is. Uh, But it was like a little shitty building this time. We're going to get more on that later. Um, They go back to Kevin Kelly at the garage. Someone's knocking on the door. We think it might be Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's Al Snow and head. <laughs> yeah, door door raises up. Al Snow wearing the Job Squad shirt with head. And he has tickets to the show. I love how Kevin Kelly's like, Al Snow, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to introduce a character. It is. I like it. I did too. I got tickets. He's like, I have tickets. Where and, he, and Where Kevin Kelly's like, you got to go up the ramp and go in the front door, man. He's like, I told you we should have done that. He's <laughs> yelling, yelling at head. <laughs> Great shit. Uh, match number one. We are like 20 minutes in. We get match number one. It's Vader versus Barry Windham. We haven't seen Vader since Kane hit him in the head with a hammer way back in February. Mm. Uh, JR says two things of note as this match gets going. One, Vader's going to meet Kane at Over the Edge, and the loser will have to unmask. I like it, except for... We see Vader unmask a lock. <laughs> yeah. No, it's pretty that much. thing used to fall off in every match in WCW. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It doesn't, and it, it's not even that. I don't. know, It doesn't cover. It's a not whole really lot that anyway. Re- yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, we know what you look like. Yeah. It's not uh, like a cane. Two. Mask. He says that uh, they don't have a format or run sheet for this show. That the Vincent Kennedy McMahon and his staff are laying down on the job as far as he's concerned. <laughs> Which I was like, is this the start of Vince just not preparing for Raw or tearing shit up the day before or mm. the night before or whatever? Like, there's several times in the show they're like, we don't have a run sheet. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know who's coming out next. That's true. That does get said. This could be the start of it. That could be. It, you know, it's just basically the genesis of Vincent McMahon being an on screen character. Right, right. Now he doesn't have the time to. Do his other duties, I guess. I don't know. Could be. It's weird. Vader picks up the win with the Vader bomb, and we are going to break. During the break, Kevin Kelly had the chance to speak to Stone Cold Steve Austin, who showed up at the arena, fills them in on all of Vince's announcement from earlier. Stone Cold Steve Austin heads off to search for Vince McMahon. Uh, Match number two, we got the Road Warrior Hawk with Sonny and Animal versus Skull, who's with 8-Ball. Singles match action here after uh, things broke down between these two guys last week in that eight-man tag. Skull and eight ball. Twin magic again. Utilize a little twin magic, and this is how you do it. You get the win with that shit. That's right. Got to get the win with that shit. Roll up Hawk for the one, two, three. So the DOA outsmart the LOD. And then after that, we get more footage from DX. Now they're at the CNN Center, the big-ass yeah, skyscraper big in Atlanta that the bottom floor to me looked like a mall. Like, oh, totally. there's, like, fo- food courts and shit. Yeah. And like, if you think about how many people probably work in that building. Yeah, hundreds. It's just, it's its own, like, entity. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to go off property. Like, there's probably three restaurants there. Or, yeah, you there's know, a whatever. gym, yeah. whatever. Pretty cool. They're, so they're there. Uh, I like how they're like talking to security and they're like, just tell Tur- Ted Turner that D-Generation X is here to see him. I'm sure he's going to send us right, right up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Security's like, okay, okay. 
I, I liked that segment. Yeah, it was um, fun. After that, we get another vignette for Edge. And we uh, finally after that, we see footage of Bradshaw, who is taking Taka Michinoku under his wing a bit. He's got him smoking a cigar. He's going out for a driving lesson, and the, they're trying to peel out of the parking lot. Yeah. They almost have run over a bunch of fans. Yeah, that's reverse. Then they get back to the building. They're attacked by Club Kamikaze, as they're still being called here. Um, later in the show, that's going to change. Mm-hmm. Match number three, we got Jeff Jarrett versus Farouk. And this thing breaks down almost immediately as the Nation of Domination hit the ring. They attack Farouk. Jarrett also beats the shit out of Steve Blackman with some nunchucks. Blackman was there to second Farouk. Right. That first nunchuck shot, like, he just, like, takes one end of one and then just swings it. I was like, that, that <laughs> had to hurt. hurt. Yeah. Hit him, like, right in the kidneys. And he went down. <laughs> he folded like a fucking house of cards. Stone Cold Steve Austin's out next to a huge pop. Uh, he doesn't seem to give a rip about the deck being stacked against him at Over the Edge. He calls Vince McMahon to the ring because he wants just a little bit of information. He wants to know who his partner is going to be tonight, and he wants to know who his opponents are going to be tonight. Vince and the Stooges do the old uh, hear no evil, speak no evil thing on the Titan Tron. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. Vince is like, we're, we're busy. To be honest, I haven't thought about it. <laughs> Which I guess that goes into the whole we don't have a run sheet thing. Maybe that's yeah. what they're. That's the story they're telling. So yeah, it could be. That makes so that that's okay then. Now that I think about that. So they, yeah, they're using the element of surprise on Steve later in the show. I guess the war zone kicks off. Sable's making her way to the ring for her confrontation with Mark Marrow, who she immediately calls to the ring. Now they haven't said this is a match, but there is a referee out there, and it certainly looks like they're going to get this thing going. Um, but she grabs the mic and she's like, Mark. I can't believe you've taken it this far. Right. <laughs> you are actually going to fight me, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes he takes the mic and he's like, oh, you think you're going to wheeze a lot of this? And he grabs her up for the TKO. And then he does like the most asshole thing ever. He puts her down. He's like, just know I could have fucking ended you right there. Yep. And uh, so the... He wants her to apologize. Uh, yeah, like, you owe me she's an apology. embarrassing him. And you're ruining my career. And then she just kicks him in the balls and then power bombs him. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Sable bombs his was, ass. Yes, the, the birth of the sable bomb. <laughs> the old dick kick sable bomb. Two-piece. We got to <laughs> love that. While the king is making inappropriate remarks about sable to JR, um, his remarks from last week, his inappropriate marks from last week, catch up with him. That's right. They haven't gone forgotten. No, The Undertaker is suddenly just like right at the announce table. He roughs up Lawler, throws him in the ring. Lights go out. Kane is heading out of the curtain with Paul Bearer. And Paul Bearer says that The Undertaker didn't believe that Kane was alive, yet here he stands right next to us. Mm-hmm. And next week, Paul Bearer is going to prove to The Undertaker and the world that Kane is, in fact, his son. So I don't know how he's going to do that. And take her tombstones, King. Yep, that's how that segment <laughs> ends. <laughs> Back from the break, JR is solo for about five seconds before Al Snow um, hops the guardrail, sits in on commentary, and JR's like, Al, what are you doing? They're going to come, like, <laughs> what you're doing is not cool. Like, they're going to come get you. And they did. And they did. Um, they Pretty soon they just surround Al Snow with security. Pat Patterson's there. He's like, I want to talk to Vince. <laughs> he hops in the ring and, like, shakes head around for a minute and then, like, hops out. Yeah. It did appear as, uh, like, what somebody would do 
if they got in the ring for like two seconds, you know what I mean? Then like yeah, snuck out. Like a streaker in the NFL. Yeah. Like, those are the three moves you'd make. Yeah, for sure. He leaves through the crowd and we are back to break. Um, after that, DX are in the ring. They cut a promo. They all get their shit in. Crowd eats it up. Triple H gets cut off by Owen Hart with his new entrance music. Enough is enough. Oh, yeah. And it's time, time for a change, which I love. I love. Me too. Um, Owen says that he has unfinished business with Triple H, and he's not alone. The Nation of Domination are out here to back up the Black Heart, and we're going to get match number four, which is going to be Owen Hart versus Triple H in a singles match. Jim Cornette has joined JR on commentary, which I dug. Um, all members of the respective factions surrounding the ring. It almost looked like a lumberjack match at times. Totally. And uh, referee Jimmy Corderas, man, that guy had his hands full in this one. Oh, yeah. Eventually, it just becomes too much. More referees, Sergeant Slaughter head to the ring. The match is just pretty much declared a no contest. Yes. Then Dustin Road comes out to the stage, and JR again is like, I, I don't know what's going on. This is not on the fucking sheet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dustin tosses his gold dust jumpsuit and a wig into a barrel. Lights then, it on uh, fire. Yeah, you know I love a good burn barrel, Adam. Right. I've always said that. There we go. Uh, Dustin says that Vince McMahon has caused turmoil in his life with the things he's asked him to do. It's like wrecked his marriage. And he says that gold dust dies tonight. So I'm interested to see where Dustin Rhodes goes from here. He said flat out, like, you're going to remember me now yeah, as Dustin. As Dustin. I thought he was going to say American Nightmare because remember Dustin did... His moniker was American Nightmare for a hot second, and I don't know if it was in uh, WWE or the WCW, WCW, but it was definitely there. Um, match number five, we got Two Cold Scorpio and Terry Funk versus Kai and Tai. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a handicap tag team match. Yamaguchi's son introduces Dick, Dick Togo, Shofunaki, and Teo who I'm not really familiar with the last one. But, no, uh, not either. They get the jump on the veterans, right, as they come. Uh, uh, Yamaguchi-san is, like, introducing them. Nobody's coming down the ramp. And uh, Kai and Tai instead come from underneath the ring. Yeah, it's sneak in and sack. And if Jerry Lawler was there, he'd call it a little Shanghai, but um, I'll pick up the, sl- <laughs> I'll pick up the <laughs> inappropriate slack for Lawler. Um <laughs> I was like, I'm actually shocked Terry Funk is wrestling after that match with Foley last week. Yeah, it's only been a week. Yeah, dude. Um, well, last what? week's show was taped. So sure, it's been so it's been days. a couple. Yeah. But still. Uh, a few minutes into the match, Bradshaw and Taka Michinoku hit the ring to make the save after all three members of that new faction are putting a beat down on Terry Funk. Next up, we got the Nation of Domination. They're out next. Rock says that unless Stone Cold Steve, part, Steve Austin's partner is Godzilla... The Rock is about to put a whooping on his ass. And that's going to be the main event. We're going to get The Rock and D'Lo Brown. So we know the opponents. Right. Don't know his partner. Versus Don't know Stone Austin's Cold partner, Steve though. Austin. He comes to the ring. Stone Cold Steve Austin's partner is none other than... Vincent K. McMahon. Oh, my God. You know he's going to try to fuck Austin over. You know he's going to do the old bullshit where he, like, won't tag in. Mm-hmm. At the very least, like, that's going to be his move, right? At least, yep. Um, so, yeah. Cause, but then I'm like, why, as, why would you risk being so close to Stone Cold Steve Austin? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're putting yourself in the danger zone. But he thinks the Stooges around. 
That that's good enough. You know, pr- the protection's good enough. I guess so. Um, you can tell there's like magic he's in the He's loving air. it too. Yeah. McMahon's smirking on the apron. Oh. Pat's getting little cheap kicks in and shit on Austin. Eating that shit up, dude. Um, you can tell there's magic in the air when Austin and the Rock get in the ring. Like, yeah. they got chemistry. Yeah, it's and Batman you know. and Joker, man. Fuck yeah. Um, then it looked like uh, Austin might need to tag out. Vince is doing the hand thing. You know he was going to pull it back. So instead, Austin just flips him the double birds. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to yeah. go it alone. I know this one. So I liked it. Not letting McMahon have the chance to fuck him over. Um, then Steve looked to have it won with a stunner. Vince hopped into the ring, laid Stone Cold Steve Austin out with a clothesline. And the Stooges then piled on. Uh, it seemed like the whole locker room emptied right at the end of the show. Like DX was out there, Road Dude Warrior, love. Dude Love is just fucking everybody just like enters the the arena or the the ring area. Yeah, it was anarchy at the end. And it fades to black. No extra attitude this week. No extra attitude. Sign of the times. Uh I got Well for that, did you think the show was pretty good? Yeah, it was fine. It was okay. It was yeah, I liked Al Snow. Um it was moving the story along, you know. Yeah. We got to figure out who Club Kamikaze was. Agreed. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, I got Sign of the Times. I got uh, on tape in Nitro. I loved that one. That's that was good. a good one. Um, Sable, please flash us on two two pieces of poster board. I had that one as well. Uh, good old Jr. is a fat bitch. Yep, saw that. <laughs> um, Bulldog plus WCW equals Jobber. Hmm. Was Bulldog over there at this yeah, time? No he was. Shit. He jumped right after the fucking screw Does job. He joined NWO. I can't remember what, I don't he, what think he did. So. I don't think, yeah. He was yeah. jobbing. I guess the sign <laughs> totally makes sense. Uh, lick my nuts, Vince. Yes, dude. That guy, boy, that guy, everywhere there was a camera, he yeah, seemed to like he, find it. I think he even threw it in Vince's face as much as he could for being where he was at, you know? Oh, well, I'll stick on that level. Uh, <laughs> Val Venus sucks penis. <laughs> Hey, it rhymes. I know. I have um, one more rhyme later. Pimp Sable. Ooh, that's pretty much what Marrow's doing. Yeah. If you think about it. Um, McMahon, respect Miguel Perez. <laughs> I saw that one. I almost, I almost wrote that one down. I am out. Uh, the last one I have, does China have a vagina? Yes. <laughs> Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right. We are pretty pretty slow on the figure news. I couldn't see a whole lot at all. Um, another week, another bobblehead from our friends over at Forever Collectibles. Junkyard Dog. Did you see that one? I did. It looks pretty cool. He's got the chain and shit. Like, yeah. I dug it. That's up for pre-order. The run on that one's going to be seven hundred and twenty. Cost is fifty-five bucks. Um, I, I just can't. Every week, one of these comes out, and every week, like, I think that looks fucking pretty cool. But I'm just not gonna. Is there a Mean Gene one that already exists that we already talked about? I don't know. Oh, I Why did you see that? Yeah, he's like in a ring. Really? Yeah, and I couldn't tell. I couldn't remember if it was the same. I was kind of just scrolling, so I'm like, I don't know if that's the same company as these guys or not. And then on top of that, I was like, or then I didn't remember if <clears throat> that was already old news. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up real quick right now. Right as the... Uh, it looked, that one looked pretty good. I was like... Mm, that and that's the other sweet. thing is like, do, are these in... Uh, like, are there series or what? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Some of them look a certain way and then other ones look a different way. Yes. And I never know, like, I never know which ones are, cause it's like, if you're, if you're trying or, to like, maybe you're trying to come up with a, a series or something like that. And you're like, well, I don't need this one. Right. Cause some of them are so current. No, this is a mean Gene Okerlund. That oh, must have right. just dropped. Yeah. I think I saw it today. But if you look at it, Adam, it's completely in a different style. See, that's what threw me off. I'm like, I, maybe this is not the same brand. Or, so like, look at this, the junkyard dog, the Ted DiBiase and the, and the heart foundation that we've recently talked about. It all kind of have the same base and everything. Right. The mean gene is like be, behind ropes. And it has like a legend sticker on it. And let's see, that's going to be out of 722 at a cost of 55. That thing looks pretty awesome. I, yeah, I was like, it looks cool. I might get I in on that. No, uh, I don't mind the. Uh, sure. Yeah, if, that, if I knew that that was like a new series, they were going to do legends in the ring like that with an eight inch bobble, I might be in. So, yeah, I, don't, I did not know about that until right now. Boom. Um, five days of flare brawlers at Pro Wrestling Tees. Some have chases, huh? Did not see that coming. They did. I swear they said like maybe they didn't say no chases, but it was definitely like shipping's included. Yeah, I just um, I think it just didn't say if there was chases or not. It just and then the first it, one drops no chase. Yeah, so everybody assumes. Yeah, so the first one was a red robe, um, and it's nineteen ninety nine plus or free shipping, right? Which is nice. Yep. Um, Tuesday was suited. Yep. Uh, in the blue suit, it basically looks like that Funko Pop that you could only get with like the super deluxe edition of WWE 2K20 or something like that. Okay, um, I have it over there on the shelf, and they said that one in, or there's going to be a hundred Space Mountain chases or whatever. Huh. So if you go back to the promo where Ric Flair coined the Space Mountain phrase, um, instead of wearing the blue shirt, he's wearing the blue suit. He's wearing a gray shirt, gray suit. With like a burgundy shirt. So yep. I'm guessing that's, that's what's going to be the chase. Yeah. Um, today we saw a blue robe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think that's trying to depict his final match for the WWE, maybe. The robe looks a little off. It's more of a black and blue robe. Right. Instead of the one that he retired in, which was blue and like silver. Right. Uh, but I don't know. Two days to go. We know. there are, We get the bloody one tomorrow, I believe. Okay. And then the purple robe. Is going to be Friday right. or third? I bet you there'll be one more chase out of those two. You think so? Yeah, you might be right. I did you did they sucker you in at all with the with the chase? Yeah, you ordered how many? Two. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> fuckers. Those fuckers! I know. I'm like, well, I'm due. I've never gotten one. Yeah, one day they'll get to me. And I mean, don't get me wrong; it rules ass to get a chase. But when you didn't order the extra, and now it's like I'm trying to cop a sting. Which, I, I mean, I get it. I can get one for 25 bucks, but it's like, I wish I would have just ordered two. Well, I did, but one of them was yours. Um, so, yeah, that was that. This is pure rumor and speculation. That's but, a good problem to have, though. By it way. is. Oh, I got to get, I got to hunt down the regular oh, one. You mean the chase one for $380 yeah, on eBay? What the F? I, I don't know if, was I talking to you about it on Sunday when you were over Backlash? But I was like, yes. If, Scott Hall didn't just pass. Like, there's no way that his chase would go for anything close to that. So I would strike while the iron's hot with the sting thing. 
And, but now I'm worried that the Scott Hall out of a hundred or whatever might go for just as much. So could, could go. So I'm I'm keeping my chase to try to use it as a trade piece for that. Um, part of me, part of me thinks you know it's going to kick me in. The first couple chases that sell always go for the most. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, then kind of people always make chills. the mistake of oh I'm going to hold on to this, and then pretty soon you're like oh a hundred bucks, you know? Right, right. Then the price comes way down. I saw people paying four hundred dollars for that RVD chase. Oh, originally that's my favorite one it's pretty good it's pretty good i do like i like it when they make the chase a real chase a real yeah. different variant not just a slightly different color right like the lex luger chase is the worst one i've ever seen yeah i still I, you, you told me before I don't you even, have to look at them side by side and you notice stick. that the blue on his gear is a slightly different blue yeah that sucks it's terrible irs having Brief a black case, right? briefcase compared to a silver one i was like eh. you just don't have to do it um, I do love the one, two, three kid chase. Yeah. That, that one was pretty logo. dope. Chris Candido chase is good. There's some good chases. There definitely is. Um, so yeah, like I said, pure, pure, uh, rumor and speculation on this one. Um, but it looks like we have leaked, uh, some Mattel leaks, just, just the lists. Um, uh, basic one thirty five says Brock Lesnar, Damian priest, Baron breaker, which will be first time in the line. Nikki A.S.H. and Reggie, who's going to get the chase. Mm. Um, Elite 96. They got down Hulk Hogan. Again, I don't know which era. Brock Lesnar. King Nakamura. Ilya Dragunov, which will be his first figure. Kofi Kingston. And Dewdrop, who's going to get the chase. And then, this is fun because... Elite 97 is supposedly, you know, a lot of these, it's like, I hope to get one, hope to need one. Um, Elite 97, Seamus with the face shield. Okay. King Woods. Nice. Ronda Rousey. Omos, which I think, I don't even think he's at a basic yet. That might be his first figure. I could be wrong though. Um, Alexa Bliss. Mm -hmm. So far, I don't need anybody. And... Chainsaw Charlie. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh baby. There we go. I That'd fucking be fun. love that. Um, and then they also are speculating that Ultimate Edition Series 15 is going to be a ponytailed Brock Lesnar. Oh, nice. And another Ultimate Warrior, which I couldn't tell, but by the look of it, kind of looked to me like it kind of looked to me like the 96 run, but I'm not a hundred percent. And this will be the third ultimate ultimate warrior. I'm not stuttering there. Um, they did, they did the warrior was in series one, ultimate series one. It was him and, uh, Ronda Rousey and it was warriors WCW run, like the one warrior nation. Show, okay. Like the big duster and everything. Yep. And then they just did this recent one, which was from WrestleMania six. Yep. And that's shipping like right now. Morgan. And now they have this, uh, supposedly going to have this other one. So the other duster, <laughs> the other right. duster, maybe, or the, the baseball 90. cap there. Yeah. When he didn't want to take the fucking painting over the head from Jerry Lawler. Just randomly wore a baseball cap for the first time ever. What <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> um, new arrivals after last week, it is a slow, slow week for Matt micro brawler, uh, Bret Hart foundation. Yes. That's all I got. I got, uh, King Kong Bundy micro brawler. Nice. We talked about that the other day. It should be bigger. Should be bigger. Um, I got the kingdom. All three micro brawlers. Three. Do you remember the third guy? Vinny Marsalia, Matt Taven. <laughs> the third guy uh, is. Um, <laughs> um, I had to look it up because I was like, oh, yeah, who was that guy? 
Who was that guy? T.K. O'Reilly. Yes. And he's the one. Is he the one that broke his legs really bad? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. And then I got, let's see. I said Bundy. I'm missing. Oh, uh, Sammy Callahan. Nice. Pretty sweet. Yeah. It's got a bat. Yeah. And then uh, some guy in a white jacket. A sucker. I don't know. Oh, that was a little throw in. <laughs> the second one. That was a throw in. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have him. I was like, some dipshit. He's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll throw this one in. Yeah, like, All right. yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> um, I did get a sweet Colt Cabana sticker from the man himself. Um, it's oh, a, as the brawler, <laughs> as the Brooklyn brawler. I got seen that on Young out. Rock. I think I need to watch that show. I've never seen an episode. Uh, I watched like the first or second episode. It's it's good. It's fine. You know, it's funny ish yeah. for a sitcom. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, li- I mean, literally all I had was two micro brawlers showed up with both with two Bret Hart's that were no chases. This might be the first time I got more than you. Yeah, I think so. Ooh, um, mark it on the calendar. You know, um, funds are tight. Times are tight. We got a lot of wrestling shows coming up on the horizon. Big time. Um, Big there's, time. A lot, there's a lot going on. So yeah, hopefully the new arrivals pick up a little bit. Um, we got forbidden door tickets. Save that. Um, yeah, we did. We did get forbidden door tickets. Thank goodness. Um, I'm saving that for we got lucky. I don't know. We're <laughs> Secondary market. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to lead us right into the uh, the stew, Adam. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen a fellow yet when you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red Going back real quick to the Into the Darkness, I did see that Zombie Sailor released the Heels and Faces Series 2 complete lineup. Did you see that? Yeah. And that, like, color, it almost looks like a coloring sheet. Looks pretty sweet. Kevin Sullivan, Raven, King Kong, Bundy, Nick Gage, Andre the Giant, and Bruiser Brody. That's a a solid fucking lineup there, dude. So look for that to ship in 2030. Maybe. I'm really excited for you to get those. I haven't seen them. Like, to see since that drawing. They're I, on the water. I, I've, I've heard. I've seen a lot of people saying, "Hey, if you want to sell any of yours, I kind of missed the you know yeah. the boat or whatever." Pardon the pun, but um, yeah, we'll see. Still weeks out. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So it's been like a year. Yeah, <clears throat> dude, probably more. Right. I think we're gonna get that Mattel ring before you get that. Yeah, we probably the new will. generation ring. Oh, I forgot about that. That's gonna be awesome. That's gonna be way awesome. You know what I just thought about. Uh, just the other day, um, I paid, it wasn't even that much extra. It was like 20 bucks extra, which when you're oh, already yeah. 500 overnight, in, right? Two day shipping. Two day shipping. Like, yes. <laughs> That's going to be a great day when I get to open that. Um, wrestling stew. What you got? Well, um, do you want to go to capital city championship combat? Yeah. I didn't know that's what C4 wrestling stood for. I didn't either. I don't. I was like. You talking about that Japan show? I don't think that happened yet. <clears throat> Capital Chaos or whatever it's called. Yeah. Capital Collision. That was uh that's gonna be a banger. That, I think that's the first is it Blackwood? Kevin Blackwood? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about right now? Yeah. 
Yeah. Kevin Blackwood versus Gresham, right? Gresham, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I think that's the first time I've seen Blackwood like I've seen him here and there, but I don't know if I ever really sat yeah, down. Yeah, he's been and on a lot him. of GCW stuff. Um Again, a lot of times when when Jake recommends these matches, I'll watch other shit on the card. He's on a lot of them. Like he is. I just so saw I him wrestle Suzuki, but I guess I guess I never really paid it. I don't know. Oh, I've you never don't pay attention it. to the one arm that's completely black, dude. See, and that's why I haven't because I was like, holy shit, that's what they're talking about. I didn't. I didn't. I have not noticed that before. Oh, then maybe. So the, I, that's there's why no I, way you wouldn't notice exactly. That. So that's yeah, you why, might be right. Yes, I, I didn't. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't know it was wrist to shoulder. Oh yeah. That whole thing. And he's got something on the very back that's like not colored. He like went like Apple. That's like, weird. It is weird. I want to know what was on there before. Or maybe I don't. <laughs> you don't. He used to be Kevin Ludwig White- Borga did it. He used to be Kevin Whitewood. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, that was awesome. I love, dude. Grandmaster Sexy. Eh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was kick and chop fest city. Oh yeah, so much. I loved it. At one point, they're just going back and forth, and they both just collapse because they've been doing it like that. I'm like they got to be so exhausted. Yeah. And like a second later, they both just crumble. And I was like, oh, oh shit! I forget how much I like the octopus man. He's dude, good. he's I, so good. Every time I see him, I f- also forget like how short that man is. I know he is. I really don't know if he's five feet tall. He may not be. It's crazy. Yeah. And he's jacked to the gills, say, man. He's almost five feet wide with his muscles. Dude, Psh. insane. Guy still owes me a brawler. I'm not going to let him uh, let it down. I almost bought the octopus one. Someone was selling. I should be. I have, I already bought one. It. I just haven't received it. <laughs> then I was like, it was like months ago. Matt never got his. I don't know. Maybe this is sketchy. <laughs> I still want it. Hell Jonathan. Yeah. That's a great one. It's a great one. I've even sent emails. You have. Yes. I get, I get hey, ghosted. Man. What the hell? Then I saw Jordan Grace was selling hers too on the same shit, like Jordan Grace at bigcartel.com. I was like, mm, what kind of scam you and the old man pulling That's here? Right. When do those get shipped? Yeah. Uh, no, I did. I dug the match. Um, I watched. It was one of those where like, I had time, so I'm like, I'm just going to start the card from the beginning. I'm like, Evil Uno was in the first match. Nice. And then time got away from me and ended up, going, <laughs> ended up going to bed before I got to the match. Oh, no. And then I had to come back later, and I fast-forwarded to that one, watched it. And then I think right after that was the – the main event was fucking Biff Busick versus Kevin Koo, who's in that violence. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that was a fucking banger, too, but it was really short. Okay. But, no, I, I dug it. I dug, um, I dug both of those matches, really. Um, so yeah, do you want to get Deathmatch Jake's uh, recommendation this week? Yes, pull I that sucker do. up. Feels like a CCW week. Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Door Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison, and this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello everyone, we're back with another match recommendation. And this week we've got quite the banger as we're going to GCW's show In Too Deep, which you can find on Fight TV. We're going to Speedball Mike Bailey versus Joey Janela. And this match has been making a lot of rounds in the internet for just one spot in the match alone. And the match is freaking epic. It's probably one of the, my favorite matches of the year. So awesome. So I can't wait to see what Matt Adam have to say about it. And check me out on Instagram at PureDad. All right. Did you watch it already? I think so. I was gonna say he did, yeah d- Jake did text me and say he got the GCW show this weekend I didn't I fucking spaced it I didn't watch it was that last weekend last weekend yeah no I didn't then I think it was last weekend 
Either way. Here's the problem with Speedball Mike Bailey. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He also He's, has the same match usually. Yeah. Well, he gets his mostly, shit in. Mostly. He gets his shit in. You're right. But he, he if you added up all his, like, since WrestleMania weekend. Oh, God. His amount He's of con- everywhere. Yeah, dude. So I, I might have. I feel like I have. I don't. If you didn't watch it in the last, like, 10 days, you didn't see it. No, maybe I didn't. Um, but Joey Janela, I don't know if it was just a wake-up call with the, like, not getting extended from AEW or whatever, but that guy's, like, in the best shape of his life. Looking great. And I think he's, like, into it. Because that guy, a year and a half ago, was just getting, like, sloppy drunk and getting on commentary with KG. And I was like, I fucking can't stand Joey Janela I remember right you now. saying that. Yeah. And um, sometimes that'll do that, you know, a little fucking... I think it's, I think it's just a little bit of a, I think he's like reinvigorized and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'll check that out for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, dynamite this week. I, you know, Adam, I always get mis. I think I get things mistaken, whether I watched it on rampage or dynamite sometimes. I do it all the time. So you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, Dante Martin versus Ray Phoenix. Was that dynamite? That match was I think that- fucking insane dude i think it was dynamite i really do um if you didn't love that match yes it was it was a uh, uh, close yes that was fucking gnarly dude there's several Dante spots in that is, thing yeah where they both they both get up to like first of all i thought the match was over like 500 times um there's a spot where they both get up to the uh, to the top rope uh-huh. and it looks like they're like they're gonna they just I don't really know what they're going for, which somebody like Jim Cornette will pick that apart and be like, well, what the fuck were they thinking? Yeah. But they both just literally backflip off, land on their feet. Yeah, and it, like was, like a, it was like it was like a Spanish fly almost. But they both just like are yeah. standing next to each other and do it. And I couldn't yes. believe they both landed it. There's just so that match. It was one of those things where like I was watching it at work. Um, and I had to like turn the computer to like one of the sales girls like, look like, at this shit like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. check this shit out that's you know what, what i had I mean? for my notes is like they landed both on their feet that was so awesome yes dude <laughs> i i fucking dug that the most we got the owen hart memorial tournament brackets oh i think the bracket looks great so those both are live um i know i took a screenshot ski yeah i didn't who do you think the joker is gonna face Samoa joe I think the Joker is going to be Kenny Omega. That's a tall order, dude. I know. That would be awesome. <laughs> I know. Um, it would be awesome. Who do you think the... So the both both brackets have a, a Joker. Okay. And I don't know who the women's... I don't think I saw the women's bracket. I, I fucking definitely took a screenshot, and then I don't know what I did with it. Um, or I'm lying through my fucking teeth, and I did not take a screenshot, but I think I did. Um... If I did, I got rid of it. I don't know. Did you but, get a chance? So do you you did get to see um uh, oh sorry, the, the the women's bracket. So who is the Joker facing? Do you remember? Or not? not off the top. Okay. Not off the top. Did you get a chance to see so it did show that uh Blackpool Combat Club promo on Dynamite. Yes, so I that, saw that, that scar thing. How cool is oh, that? Oh dude. That was so cool. That was way cool. Um what else did I uh, there was the Julia Hart stuff? Like yes. the fact that her eyes getting all fucked I've up. I've been saying like, that it keeps growing, and um, I, I, they, it's like you thought it was gonna be a heel turn. Like she picks up the chair, but she can't quite do it, and the Malachi's like angry about it. Yes, like, I love it. I do think it's coming, but I think it's just a slow burn, and yeah, I, and I love be, it. 
It won't be this week, but it's probably coming. The blackness, Adam. It's taking over her. Julia Blackheart, dude. William Morrissey was MJF's big man who faced Wardlow this he week. He looks great. How about that? We want Enzo. No, we don't chant. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Morrissey does like the little stutter strut like Enzo. And then he like flipped off the crowd. He was like, yes. fuck you. I, I dug that. He, he looks great. As a guy that doesn't really watch Impact, I don't really see him. And I was very surprised with how good he looked. Yeah, man. Kick the booze, and he's doing great. I love to see that. So um, I love Wardlow just kicking security ass. I love the presentation of Wardlow being led into the ring with the handcuffs. Oh, like, that's too. fucking dope. He His just, next figure, he has to come with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so cool. Someday I'm going to get out of these, and I'm going to kill them. But he kicked a lot of security ass. And this week... Contract signing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gotta like that. Um, I love the Hangman's promo. Yes, that's some heel talk to me, though. Well, I think the I think what it boils down to, he can't. He knows CM Punk is not going to get booed, so mm. somebody has to kind of play. Even if it's just a, even if it's more of just like a tweener, sure. Somebody's got to play Dabbling. that role. Yeah, you're right. And there's no way Punk's getting booed. Um, fuck, dude. I thought that. I thought your quote of the week. This is my quote of the week. Um, at double or nothing. There's not going to be a masturbatory Bret Bret Hart Hart. tribute match. (laughs) I am going to destroy CM Punk. I was like, (laughs) it was awesome. That's great. That's a little edge, dude. Because for the longest time, I feel like Adam Page is just like, I'm happy to be here. Like, yeah, gosh, guys, I'm really happy that I'm your champion, you know, whatever. But this was some fucking fire in the belly. He needs it. He definitely needs it. And I and I loved it. And I really do. You know, if CM Punk came back to do what he said he was going to do and to put the young talent on top, CM Punk will lay down for a three count at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I think so. Probably. Um, if I, I don't know. But then what, what CM Punk says and what Tony Khan might think is best for business, not to quote the WWE, exactly. are two completely different things. Yeah. So you, I, I feel like you don't know. Like, oh, you don't bring a guy back for se- after seven years and not put it on him once. Even I if don't know. we we could even go back to the, maybe there's a rematch the next night or that following dynamite and the swaparoo. If I nothing else, knows. you sell some shirts or something. Maybe, who knows? Yeah, who knows? I um, like how the little mini promos they're doing. Uh, I they pet. They pack a ton into Rampage, but they also do that with Dynamite too. But and I just love how everything I like. I mean, ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, I usually like I dig it. it. Yeah, nine times out of ten. There was a six man or something that I was like, oh, that's okay. What? Um, back to the Owen Hart bracket thing. Yeah. So is there? Is it? Sorry, what's the? What do you get if you win? Is it just the? I think it's just like the, the title. Cup. I think it's the cup. You get the cup. Cool. And I think they're probably gonna do it every year. Cool. Um. So tonight we actually do get some Owen Hart. Matches. matches yeah um we got darby allen versus jeff hardy that's like a dream match clash yeah, style or, not, not a clash of styles uh two guys that are very of similar ilk generations apart that are coming together jumping you know on I mean? yep they'll be jumping off some shit tonight tony storm versus jamie Hader on the women's Ooh, side and then too. adam cole baby versus dax harwood like that which it's like dude da- the the story being told is how much dax and dash respect the heart lineage and all that stuff. Like, yeah. But at the same time, I can't see Adam Cole taking an L in this tournament. No. In the first round. Especially you're going to, I'm sorry, like tough the old, draw. Old golden rule. Like usually tag guys don't go too far when they're on singles. That's true. That is definitely true. Rampage. Rampage for me, you know, that's usually my favorite show of the week. And this week was a little, 
a little down. I mean, the very first match was the women's tag. It was Ruby Soho and Tony Storm yep. versus uh, Britt Baker and Jamie, Jamie Hayter. And I really liked that match. And then the rest of the card was kind of like strange. It was it was almost like a glorified dark. Like because I didn't really know a lot of the competitors. I and there it was I like think there's Riho a lot of- versus a, another Japanese gal that I know she, I've seen her before. Yeah. Um, Jay Lethal wrestled uh, a guy that I wasn't very familiar with. It it seemed to me like a lot of setup stuff too. Like um so what what else happened? Oh, um Frankie comes out and confronts Scorpio Sky after, you know, they're the men of the year. And, and I like that. Promo. There you go. You get the, oh, the first fucking tag team in AEW, or first tag team champs in AEW, SCU. Mm-hmm. And, and then Kaz get, asked for a shot a couple weeks ago right. before the ladder match. Right. And he's told me to give it to him. And I like how Scorp's like, I really like Scorpio Sky. I didn't realize, I, I like Ethan Page a lot too. Um, but I like how Scorpio Sky's like, talk to Dan Lambert and he's like, you know, we need to put that fucking title belt back in the case at American Top Team, like where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Instead of around your fucking waist. And he's like, in Kazarian, you're on for next week. Like I yes. I dug that. I like yeah, I like that too. And I but I also like the uh contrast of, you know, fucking Ethan like, you know what? SEO's dead, dude. Oh, oh I'm glad you wore a suit because that shit's over with. This is the new shit once yeah. you run along. But Scorpio's still good enough to be like, No, no, it. I'm a fighting champion, we're good. It's it's a good dynamic, great dynamic. Uh, I can't wait till Ethan Page is looking up the, at the lights in a couple of weeks at at Oshkosh. Oh, that's right, wrestling my boy and yours, Drake Daniels. Daniels, Will I hope Daniels. Daniels Daniels is all over his fucking ass. Me too. Um, oh, you came over for WrestleMania Backlash. That was a good time. Oh yeah, dude. There is a couple great matches. I thought on that on that card. Yeah, six match card. Yep. And what was it? Four of them, maybe, were WrestleMania rematches. Pretty close, I bet. Dude, Cody and Seth, I thought, was better than WrestleMania, and that's saying a lot. Like, that WrestleMania match was good. Yeah, this was way better. Um... The Charlotte Flair Ronda, Ronda Rousey match was, was way, way better. better for sure, way hands way better, down, hands down. Yeah, um, I could have done without Happy Corbin, uh, yeah. Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, but it yep. was fine. And then Edge uh, Styles, eh, it was fine. But we, at least we got a new member of Judgment Day. I do think that that. Well, I won't say that. I won't go on here and say that uh, that I loved that Edge Styles match. It was better than their Mania match. I agree. And I was a little bit bummed that the main event was going to be this six-man tag, but as it turned out, that six-man tag fucking ruled. Turned out to be fucking awesome. It was was incredible. I loved the spot. Drew McIntyre's in the ring. He's calling in Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, his pride's being called out. Tags in. Paul Heyman's on the outside. You don't have to do this, my tribal chief. You don't have to do this. (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm going to kick his fucking ass. And then he turns and tags out right away. It's like, oh, that was awesome. He's a shit. Loved that. And um, I really thought the way that they would go with that is I I thought you'll keep Reigns looking good, but you're going to have like, you're going to have Randy pin one of the Usos. Yeah, totally, right? And like, here's how you can do this, because, of course, you're not going to have Roman Lewis, but in a six-man. Sure. Yeah. It Especially keeps, if a different guy gets pinned. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It happens all the time. It does. But nope. I like, <laughs> at the end of the day, even though it's not what I predicted would happen, I I dug it. I thought it was the right call. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you always say, like, you like when a pay-per-view is kind of like, I don't know if I'm looking forward to this one. This 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 card looks okay. It, it it does surprise. First line of my notes, Adam, for backlash. 
This show continued the tradition of low expectations <laughs> equals better viewing experience. Yes, high reward. <laughs> Fucking dug it. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't. Did you catch the money in the bank? I know you caught it, but we were hoo ha and whatever. Oh, I know what you're going to say. The money in the bank promo Verbage. from Cody Rhodes. Yes. I didn't catch that at first until I read it. I was like, I heard oh, yeah. it, but it didn't register. You know what? I think I am so used to that thing from Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Yeah. That so it just they're saying under that the radar. They're, they're, so now Money in the Bank is going to be the July pay-per-view. Uh-huh. It's going to be in the stadium in Vegas. And they're saying that the winner will have a headlining match at WrestleMania or championship match at WrestleMania. Okay. Thoughts? Well, I like. The best part of Money in the Bank is being able to cash in exactly. whenever. If you're taking that away, that that's sucks. messed up. Yeah, and, and that's what the Royal Rumble is for. And I get it's it. Like, I, I think what they're saying is um, gone are the days of a one-night WrestleMania. We're going to have two nights of WrestleMania going forward, and we have, a, we have women's championships and men's championships, and they're thinking that the Royal Rumble winner is going to get a crack at one of them and the Money in the Bank winner is going to get a crack at the other. And I, for one, hate it because... Yeah, well, okay, then now I don't know what's which. And then, but So now if you're telling me... let's, It doesn't matter. Let's say the women's one, that's going to be the WrestleMania one. Well, does that mean we're not getting a women's Rumble? No, you will. Because there's two nights of WrestleMania, Adam. Right. Oh, there's you're, two there's, championships. there's two champions. Yeah. Mm. And it I just sucks. Like it. it sucks because I don't like it. Money I, in the bank. Best part is at any given time, if someone has that, I don't care if it's Otis. It I don't happen. care. It could always happen. You're always waiting at the end of pay per view to see if someone's cashing in, or it could be a random Monday Night Raw, yeah. and someone just cashes in because someone you know slips and falls and is hurt. Their legs hurt. Boom! Hit Miz, the music. Miz is like, should I do it? Yeah. Should, I do it? should I go? I love it. I even like the fake outs. I, I, lo- I love it. Yeah, you're taking that away, and that's don't do not, that. Don't I will do say this. I will say that money, the money in the bank briefcase, the prestige or the uh, the excitement surrounding it has diminished a little bit sure. in the last few years. Sure, but to have that thing in play is such an important tool. Yeah, I I think I don't agree with that because there's so much you can do with it. Like you said, there's a. It, you know, there's, and there's other, the fake outs, but there's also, they've done, we're going to have a match. And if you win, you get the money in the bank. And sometimes that's the only way that you get a mid card guy yeah. to propel Elevate. himself to ever have a championship match. Right. I also have a theory. Okay. And this is related Austin to theory. Austin theory. Oh boy. Um, everybody always talks about how, um, in the WWE, your name will be shortened, you know, yada, 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 a la Austin theory just mm-hmm. happened, right? You mean theory? Yeah, theory. Gotcha. I mean theory. I know who you're talking about. Okay, huh? gotcha. I asked Adam if he wants to come over for backlash. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll come over for WrestleMania backlash, you piece of shit. Um, if you are product of WWE, mm-hmm. you have a very good chance of keeping your two-name name, okay? If you come yep. off out of the pl- out of the blue with... Shotzi Blackheart, for instance. She was Shotzi Blackheart on the indies, whatever. Yeah. Now she's just Shotzi. That's just right. an example. Austin Theory was Austin Theory on the indies. Now he's just Theory. Yep. If you look at the top tier of talent, every one of them has two names. Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, um, 
Kofi King. I'm just going on and on. Brock Lesnar. They'll never shorten any of those. Oh, it's not looking good for Ciampa then, is it? It's not looking good for Ciampa. <laughs> <laughs> but Tommaso Ciampa was Tommaso Ciampa in Ring Fuck of Honor. Day. You know what I'm saying? Johnny Gargano. But no, look at it. And everybody... Yeah, that, it's, it's that like the serial killer either, has three names. <laughs> you're either a top guy and you keep that name, yeah, or you're a mid carter and you're just going to have one name. So Cody Rhodes is going to be the new WWE champion. Otherwise, yes. he just no, that's, that is going to happen. I do think that will happen. I don't know how long it's going to take. And what's up with Roman? Um, Remember, I told you that weird thing you said. Yeah, and now they've kind of dug in and found out that he just signed a. Better contract that means less dates. Yes, he's got almost like a Brock Lesnar deal. Well, the era of Cody has but begun. That makes sense. Like, if you look at Roman Reigns, he's your guy. You don't have a guy after him that's ready anytime soon to be the fucking guy. You don't. And think about Roman. You you think we just passed WrestleMania yeah. thirty eight, right? Okay. Guess how many... They've so, been shoving Roman down our throats for 10 years. Not quite, but... About like seven. Roman Reigns, I believe, has has main-evented every WrestleMania since WrestleMania 31. All right. Ah, it's except so the leukemia year, we call it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, WrestleMania 31, he wrestled Brock Lesnar. Seth Rollins cashes in. That kind of saves it because mm-hmm. he probably wasn't ready. Um. But after that, it's been it's been Roman fucking Reigns constantly. Yeah. So sign your big deal, uh, work less. He cut that fucking promo at a at a shitty show in Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, how so? And and the the point he was making is like he's going into a transition, and he might not see those guys again. He's not going to be on a house show loop in Trenton, New Jersey. Sure, he's going to be. It's going to be like Brock. I hope it doesn't go that far. Sure, because he's more so much more valuable. Yeah. Um. But I think it is going to be, you're not going to see, you're going to see him. It's If you are going to see him, it's going to be at a TV taping at very least. Right. Uh, more than likely a pay-per-view. pay-per-view. But I don't know. But that, that good was. On, good for him. You know? Yeah, for sure. More money and less to do. That's good shit. What else? Uh, oh, did you see Willie Mack and Jonah announced that they are no longer with Impact Wrestling? Oh, I saw Willie Mack. I didn't know Jonah was going Yeah, to. both of them. I guess they did that last run of tapings, and then they've not signed an extension, and they're just going to... You know, the independent market is hot right now. Yeah. And I don't know if they're just going off on that or, or what the plan is. Um, oh, I got a pretty funny story about... Um, I listened to Enzo on Busted Open maybe Saturday... Maybe Monday. No, maybe Monday. Okay. I think it was Monday. And uh, he was ranting and raving about, he was at like that 80s wrestling con over the weekend. And he's like, bro, if you don't, if you're at a place and wildfire Tommy Rich isn't there and you're not hanging with him, you're fucking doing it wrong. (laughs) He's just going off. And then the funny thing is I was like, dude, is he coked out of his fucking mind right now? Because he was talking a mile a minute. And he was talking so much that he wasn't like letting Dave LaGreca or Mark uh, even Henry like get in. even really get a word <laughs> in. And then I happened to look down at my fucking watch and I realized that I was listening to it at one and a quarter speed. <laughs> but but it took me ten minutes before I realized that because That's pretty good. because the motherfucker just goes. Yeah, he does. And hey, is um, Michael Jordan recording? Or whatever it is. You can't teach that. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a million of those. Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell. I This is in my notes, too. I'm like, I can't tell if I love Enzo or hate Enzo. Um, 
Well, I feel like you got to fall on one side of that fence. Do you know what he's got coming up? What? I know he did a fucking casket match with Jerry Lawler over the summer. Yeah, that was sweet. He's in MLW, dude. Really? He's fighting with uh, Lindsay Dorado. Interesting. Yeah, they okay. Got a, they got a match at uh, whatever it's called, like the Kings of the Coliseum or some shit like Refresh that. Refresh me again on um, how do you consume your MLW? YouTube. What day? What day? It comes out like on Friday or something. I watch over the weekend usually. Mm, that's nice. I'll have to do that. I did give it a college try on NXT last week. Did you? Didn't get. I mean, everything was fine. I just can't stand how like bright everything is. Yeah, um, it's colorful. I don't know. There was a segment where that chick with the pajamas like locked. I don't know if she locked Mandy Rose in a tanning bed or if she like cranked it up or something. Yeah, Mandy Rose Sun came out looking her. like a lobster. Yes, uh, a lot of that going on. Um, it's just not the NXT I knew and loved, man. I don't know. They keep dropping too, right? I wait for them to just cut bait on that and like do something else. Yeah, we'll see what they do. But you alluded to it a little bit ago. Yes. There was no forbidden door that could keep us out of the fucking United Center on June the 26th, Adam. Yes, Matt sent me a text. Uh, somehow so we some way yeah some way we did the pre-sale we would tried for the pre-sale on Oof, thursday struck out i told adam i said it says uh it said there's two you know two thousand plus people ahead of me in line for i don't know 15 minutes now like i don't know how bad this is gonna be mm-hmm. and then i started getting these pop-ups it's like due to high demand um we may be imposing limits on tickets because originally it was gonna be a six ticket limit okay we may be imposing limits um, we also may be, you may, your, your selection may be significantly decreased or whatever, you know, right. I'm using whatever verbiage, but basically these things would pop up like every 10 minutes or so I'm in this queue. And, and then I got the, then all of a sudden it gets like under the two thousands, like 890 or 1894 or something. I'm uh-huh. like, Oh cool. And That's then it pops mean. to like 1500, like a blink of an eye. And I'm like, at first I was excited about it. Cause I'm like, I'm getting to the front of this line finally. Right? No, because I finally get to, it, dro- it starts just dropping so fast. Yeah. And then I get in and I'm like clicking on tickets. I'm like, Oh, 75 bucks. Those are decent seats or whatever. Yeah. hundred bucks, decent seats. Everyone I clicked on, it's like, sorry. another fans already copped these tickets. Yep. And I was like, shit, I'm doing this for like, I don't know, another five, 10 minutes. And I finally call you. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like it, it seems to me that every ticket I try to go for, it doesn't matter how expensive or cheap because ideally I wanted to be, you know, in that hundred, $125 range, something yeah. like that. But like it got to the point where I'm like, I'll take a $35 bleeder just to get us in the door. I'll still try for tickets tomorrow and then just right. flip the bleeders for face value or whatever. And I even tried when I got home on my lunch yeah. and it was the same thing except for one time, <laughs> but it was that pl- I just, I'm like, I'm going to click on this platinum shit. Yeah, but did you click on it and it was available? Yeah, but it was two grand each. Oh, because I was clicked. So smash cut went, to fl- Friday. And it said, here you go with taxes and shit. I went, uh, nope, I can't. Yeah, no, I can't. No, you can't do that. <laughs> so Friday rolls around. Now, this is when the general sale goes on. And I've read overnight that there was 20,000 people in line for the pre-sale. And I'm like, what? What? how is this a fucking exclusive club if 20,000 people are trying to get into this thing like the internet bro they they do pre-sale code for you know the venue or the AEW fan club or whatever that shit on fucking facebook and shit some dipshit 
also has like a bot. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I got a bot that allows me to, and he's like, I have 36 tickets and he wanted like 400 shipped a piece. I'm like, you're a piece of shit, but at least you're an honest piece of shit. Like, so Friday, basically the same thing happens. Yeah. I'm in the totally. queue. Me you're too. in the queue and yeah. I'm updating you on my, on I'm my trying, whereabouts. I'm trying one. I'm trying three. But I'm trying this time, four. I'm trying two. This time, um, I was out of that 2000 plus thing pretty early. Remember I was texting you. I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's 1700 or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I had, I had hope, but then I got into there and again, trying to click on anything, nothing. I'm just like fucking struck out. And in my initial goal, my initial thought is let's wait this sucker out. The fucking hype's going to die down. Yes. You, there's a sweet spot. You can't wait till it's too close because then the hype is back. Uh-huh. So it's like, you got to get for those people that bought just to resell. And if they're not reselling quickly enough, they're going to drop down because right. you, that guy that bought 36 tickets, he's not going to want that money tied up that long. Like no. he, he's going to want to cash in on that. So anyway, Saturday rolls around and I'm like, I had looked Friday night at the, at StubHub or SeatGeek and things like that. And I didn't do anything Friday night, Saturday. I'm at work and I'm scrolling and, um, I saw this, it was like section 201, which isn't ideal. Cause it's kind of off to the, it's kind of towards the ramp a little bit, mm-hmm. but it was row one. Yeah, and I, I know by looking at the tickets earlier in the day, it was a $125 ticket plus your fees you're you're probably about one hundred and fifty dollars at yep. least for totally. that ticket, and um, these ones were one hundred ninety nine bucks. And I'm like, should we do it? And you're like, let's I fucking think so. so. Yeah, so Just we to get we, my we foot got in, that in forbidden door. We got in, and um, you know, we we did have plans of taking Jeff, Deathmatch Jake with us. He could, st- you know, get a ticket, dude. Yeah, I don't know what to go. tell you, but on the aftermarket, nobody sells. You can find a single ticket, but after that, it's multiples of two. Right. You know, I mean, nobody's selling three. Yeah, it's um, tough. So, yeah, we are there. I can't wait. Not one match announced. Not yet. one match announced, but you know they're going to be fun. It's going to be good. And um, I don't know. We got a lot of uh, live wrestling on the docket, especially for June. There's a there's a week in June that I can't wait to tell you guys about, and it's going to be – we'll talk to about about it next week, but it is a fucking – Oh, yeah. It is a banger of a week for live pro wrestling that we will be attending And until next time, thanks for listening to Dork Side of the Ring. We appreciate you very, very much. Survey says another one for the good guys. Thank you, everybody. Bigger than Jesus and bigger than wrestling. Bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes.